0: Okay, so I thought of how best to present this to you, but I can't figure it out, so I'll just tell you straight up, this podcast is for you. I know you want to be influential, I know you want to influence your world, you want to tap into that power God has given to you and touch the world with the gift you have. You see, your dreams are possible. Now, if you'll permit me to show you how, you'll get there faster than you can imagine. My name is Heaven Amunna and I'm on a mission to turn fishermen into fishers of men. Join me in Becoming Influential every Tuesday by 9 a.m. West African time, where I'll share with you simple things you can do to become more influential for God in your community and the world at large. Welcome to Becoming Influential. Hey, hello beautiful people, welcome to Becoming Influential with Heaven No more Now Where every Tuesday by 9am I'll share with you simple things you can do to become more influential for God In your community and the world at large Let me seize this opportunity to thank every person who celebrated me on my birthday last week God bless you, I love you from the depth of the bottom of the core of my heart. Thank you so much. So I recorded this episode as my thank you episode. It was recorded sometime in January, but the day I recorded it, I had in mind that I'm gonna share it with the world as a thank you gift. All right? And I want you to sit back, relax, share this link with a friend, get on the Podroom app, and Listen to this and then join the conversation and let's build on it. Hello, beautiful people, welcome to another insightful episode of the Becoming and Flesh of podcast with Heaven. Um, uh, today I have a very interesting conversation I love to have with you. By the way, I hope you've been enjoying my uh, new podcast. I'm not going to be too serious this year, i just Turn on the microphone, talk with you, and share some jokes. <laughs> we'll laugh. we we'll share the grace and go. <laughs> All right. Um, if you're listening to me for the first time, my name is Heaven Umunna. I'm the global priest, and it's my passion to turn fishermen into fishers of men. I want you to connect with me on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, at Heaven Umunna. And you could also join my WhatsApp. Um, community where I share a lot of my thoughts via my status updates uh, if you love to be there just look around the show notes somewhere around this podcast you'll find a link that will direct you to me okay one more thing I want you to join me in the pod room chat room where we we'll would get to talk about the things I'm going to talk about today Okay, Podroom is a very beautiful um, app that allows listeners like you to connect with talkatives like me. So I get to hear your feedback, know what you loved and all, and then we progress. Amen, amen. Okay, so today I just want to share some thoughts with you about leading a generation. I've observed that with... The increasing use of the internet, we see a lot of persons who really want to be um, relevant, they want to be impactful, they want to lead the generation, they want to stand out, they want to do great things, and that's, that's great, that's amazing. I really, really admire that. But as much as I admire it, uh, it's sad to say that some persons are not taking the right route to achieve that goal. You may say, hey, what authority do you have to speak about this? Well, the authority I have is not by my experience, but by the one who has given me the authority to speak. And he has carefully guided my understanding so that I can learn through the fate of our fathers and see the pattern that has been set for anyone who wants to lead a generation. And it's quite interesting that the principles for achieving these things are simple, but not easy. I repeat, the principles for achieving these things, for becoming successful, for being relevant, for leading a generation, being impactful, they are simple, but they are not easy. Okay? And today I just want to share one. There are many. And success is, is not about finding um, the particular ingredients you need. It's about learning... How to combine the ingredients in the right proportion for your own life. I hope I can say this again. Success is not about you finding one key or two keys or seven keys. It's success is how you combine all these keys at different times to produce results. Okay. So if we keep on creating a new episode with keys to... Uh, relevance and influence and success trust me i don't know if we run out of keys but one thing you should know is the right combination and that right combination i don't think i can give you all of it because it takes the holy spirit working with you to review who he has designed you to be and in that blueprint you see the right combination of these keys okay but What I can do with you is to share the major keys, and today I just want to talk about one of them, Uh, one of the secrets to leading a generation, as I have observed through scriptures. Uh, The person who I made my research on, I intentionally chose his character because um, he has long died, like about 4,000 years ago but today we still speak about him like we reference him a lot he inspires us even long after he has gone so that means there is something he did which we need to learn that if we follow after can help us to recreate that result and this person is no other person than the star boy himself king david <laughs> Yes, King David was a man after God's heart. A man who was so close with God that God gave him a promise that there would always be an heir from him in the throne of Israel. Until today, the promise stands. If you trace the genealogy of Jesus Christ, you realize that he came from the tree of David, the family tree of David. David, So, God kept his word over one man. So, what what is one of the things that, that one man did, which I believe we all can apply in our life and see results? It's in the book of Acts chapter 13. Acts 13 verse 36. Yeah. Acts 13 verse 36. To Just the A part of it. It says, For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, Fell on sleep and was laid unto his fathers. For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, he fell on sleep and was laid unto his fathers. There are key things that are said here which I need to deconstruct so that we have a full grasp of the secrets contained in this one verse, Acts 13:36. It says, For David after he has served, that's number one his own generation number two by the will of god number three so he served his own generation the will of god um, he served that was the action his own generation that was the timing the will of god that was the purpose okay um, these three things must be discerned um, if we're going to be relevant you must understand that relevance is not Um, in the number of persons who serve you relevance is in the number of persons you serve lately God has been teaching me that every time you see a man of God who is celebrated every time you see a leader who everybody wants to help you should understand that that person is permit me to use the expression um, a glorified servant like he is being served because of how much he has served others okay okay He is being served because of how much he has served others. He is being poured into because of how much he has poured into others. So when you see a man surrounded by a lot of people serving him, don't envy that um, glory. You see, look deeper. That man is committed to the lives of all those persons and he's serving them in a measure that is so great that the only way they feel they can pay him back is to offer their little act of service and kind gifts to him the words of christ can never fail jesus told the disciples he said the people of the kings of the world people of the earth they lord it over their people that's how they say leadership is First is by position, Say, but it is not so with you. The greatest amongst you should become the least and serve. Uh, we see service as a negative thing because of the unrenewed mindset with which we approach spiritual things. You see, you can't approach spiritual things with an unregenerated mind and expect to have fruit doesn't work that way. So we find it difficult to serve because we feel belittles you No, know. With God, actually, service is what enthrones you, okay? Service is what enthrones you, service to humanity. Um, towards the end of this podcast, I'm going to share why service to humanity is what enthrones you. I think when I'm talking about the third point. So the first and most important is that David served, what did david serve with let's look at a few of them number one david was a psalmist and if you remember when king saul had issues dealing with some kind of foreign <laughs> strange spirits david came there and he served. he used his gift his ability to play in in a manner that the chords he struck produced a sound that dispelled evil spirits that's, that's a very anointed way to play imagine you playing a bass guitar or a lead guitar or just playing a saxophone and just by the sounds you are creating evil spirits are leaving in place that's a powerful service um, I don't see anywhere in scripture where David demanded a fee before committing that act now I'm not taking a shade that those who demand a fee uh, uh, a workman is deserving of his wage amen but I'm just saying David said his, his, his primary desire was to meet a need first Okay, that was one thing David was very good at, um, psalms. And you also see that he also served us in the future by documenting those psalms. So today, when we want to connect with God in some strange dimensions, we go back to this to the gift of David called uh, expressed as the psalms, and we we'll begin to read them, and it helps us. Amazing, right? Another thing David served with was with his might. David was was skillful. He was a mighty man of valor, very, very skillful, and he served God with his might. He defeated all the enemies of God in his time. He didn't, he didn't sit down back in the, in the palace and say, Oh, I'm too big to use my gift. You guys go do it. The only time when he was restrained was when he was getting old and, um, the sons of Goliath almost killed him. And then his men were like, No, you're not going to go out with us anymore. Stay back. We'll secure you. And even as at that, it was detrimental because it was one of those occasions of stay back that he was so idle his eyes fell upon Bathsheba and then he did what he did but uh, today is not to talk about the negative side of David We're focusing on his strengths so he served with his ability to s- express um, divine sound he served with his might defeated enemies for the Lord that was one served two in his own generation Uh, I learned this personally from my dad that your greatest reward comes when you serve your own generation, when you serve the right generation. Your reward, your recognition, it comes when you serve the right generation. Uh, Many of us, the truth is why you're struggling is because you're trying to persuade and influence people that are not in your generation. Let me give you a very simple thing that should save you from stress and pain. This should be a deliverance sermon for someone right now. So, Don't try to influence your peers. Don't try to influence people ahead of you. The battle is too difficult to win. Go to the younger ones. Those ones who are aspiring to be like you. Those ones who are impressionable and still have honor for you. Those ones who did not see you when you were making certain mistakes, when you were... Uh, At certain versions of yourself that was not desirable, go to those ones, those ones that have not formed any negative image about you yet. Those are the ones you will make the most impact with. My dad told me he said, "Don't go to those who you think need your help. Go to those who really need your help." That's the best way to 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 lead a generation. I, I, I hope you know that every 5, 10, 15, 20 years, maximum 40 years, which is a generation, uh, new crop of people come in who have never been through this way before. So they need guidance. They need um, knowledge. They need someone to show them the ropes. And those are the people you should target. Don't try to go to those who already have abundance of knowledge and information. Uh, you are going to be fighting in a very um, crowded water. Go to the young one, You may say, but they are young. Yes, they are young today, but they will eventually grow and become resourceful tomorrow. If David had said, oh, these young guys in First Samuel 22 who are coming to me now, they are too young, what do I want to do with them? <laughs> these guys are too tiny, Joe. <laughs> if David had despised them, he would have despised the people sent to reward him in his future. Look at what he did with them. In 1 Samuel 22, he took them in as little and as fragile as they were. and He began to groom them and prepare them and train them. And then in Second Samuel 23, what happened? Those same guys who were feeble and small, those same guys became giant slayers. Those same guys defended him. Those same guys could lay down their life for him. So you must understand that, number one, you have to serve. Number two, it has to be in your own generation. Don't go about trying to serve those who are not in your generation. Leave them alone. But they are perishing. Let someone else take the gospel to them. Like I've said before, there are some persons who, they know you are resourceful. They know you are anointed. They know you have what it takes. They know you have the stuff. But they have vowed that instead of them to receive that thing from you, let in fact, let them die. Pride will not just allow them to receive from you. It won't. It won't allow them to receive from you. Did you take your time to study what happened to Jesus when he went to his hometown? You've always read that story where he said where um, he went to his hometown and and the people uh, did not receive him. Look at, go back, read that story again. I think in the book of Luke. Somewhere in the book of Luke. Go back, read that story again. You realize that the people said... Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? How come he's performing these miracles? How come he's speaking with so much wisdom? They didn't disbelieve his works. They saw it. You can't doubt the miracle. They saw the miracles. They saw the manifestations. But they just did not believe in him. Like, we know you are doing this, but you? You? Why you? How dare you? Son of a carpenter. You shouldn't be performing such things. We saw you grow up. How? how when, when, when did you become so good like this? That's it. Those are the people you should avoid. Um, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing, but avoid them. Okay? Avoid them because if you don't, their opinions about you and the negative things they say and do to you would break you would destroy the seed of God. Okay, the yeah. seed cannot be destroyed actually, but it will suppress the manifestation and it will make you lose confidence in what you have. And because you don't have confidence to use what you have, it's not going to produce results for you anymore. So leave them. Go to the younger generation. That's the best way to lead. Joshua Salman once said that if you want to be relevant, you should look for a generation to grow it. That's very true. Look for a generation to grow with. So number one, David served with his gifts, with his abilities, with his resources. Number two, he served his own generation. He didn't, he didn't try to um, uh, impose his will on his fathers. He didn't try to um, influence His siblings, his brothers didn't even believe in his abilities. Even when he was about to kill Gula, they still didn't believe in him. He didn't try to influence them. He went to the younger ones, the next generation. That's his own generation. And see, if you are young right now listening to me, listening to this, if you are within the age of 18 to 20, 21, 22, I want you to know that the generation you are to lead is yet to come. Five years ago, when my dad used to say this to me, I used to be offended. (laughs) to feel like, what do you mean by the generation is coming? Like, what of these ones? Can't I influence them? Well, now I've learned by experience that you can't influence them. In fact, trying to influence them is just you sucking out your own life and strength because they do not see you as a prophet. So they cannot, they cannot receive your word as a prophet and it will not profit them because they do not see it as a prophet's word. Okay. So now I've learned it and I'm not even stressed about them anymore. Um, Anything and everything I'm doing now is I'm just documenting uh, processes and thoughts that should guide the generation I am sent to lead. That generation is coming. I've seen them. They are growing and they are coming with fire. And I'm just preparing all these materials and intentionally documenting my thoughts so that by the time they get to this phase and they are confused, they don't know what to do, I can refer them to materials that can guide them. And that's what you should be doing also. Preparing yourself, documenting your thoughts, keeping it for the generation you are sent to. Don't try to force it. It will come to you. Okay? So number one, serve. Number two, know your own generation. Number three, by the will of God. You see, relevance is not determined by man. Yes, you have your part to play, but the greater role is determined by God. Because God controls every resource. And he sends and channels every resource to the direction of those who align with his will. So if you align with the will of God, if you align with what God wants to do, if you align with the purpose of God, you realize that you begin to send men to you. Men are resources. Men are resources. You may say, but I, I need money. Mm-mm. Leave money first. Men are resources. When you align with the will of God, he begins to send men to you. It is through men that every other resource you need begins to come to you. I was explaining something to um, Miracle Anioki the other day about how God um, positioned the destinies of of various men in your life. I told him, I, I said, God is a very beautiful creator. He's perfect. Indeed, he's perfect. So he looks at you and he says, Oh, in the year 2021, the earth is going to have a lot of health challenge and I need someone who I can pass through to minister to the people on the earth and teach them divine health so he brings you into the world and you discover that maybe you were interested in a lot of diverse things before now but somewhere somewhere there was a little tiny interest in health and gradually as you began to draw nearer to him he begins to open your eyes to how he has permitted everything that has happened to you in your life to build up the knowledge with which you are going to teach the people about divine health and you notice that he constrains you from um going to make money in other means because your your destined path was not yet clicking you discover that he, he constrains you from going on the extreme of the other side in, in search of bread he constrains you for a season and then gradually as you build capacity in where he wants you to be he launches you out So what happens? As he launches you out, he knows you need finances. So he has already destined another person to meet the money problems of his people. And then he connects you with that person. And that person ministers financial things to you. And you minister your knowledge about health to that person. And then he knows that you need um, someone who would guide you on uh, relationships and then he he equips that person for relationships and brings that person to your life and you minister what you have and that person ministers what he has to you by this means resources are exchanged and everything you need to move forward is available to you without you doing everything by yourself this is the intelligence of god he's Super intelligent. So, um, back to what I was saying about the things David did. He served, he, he took note of his own generation, the timing, and he aligned himself with the will of God. So, it is the will of God that makes a man relevant. It is uh, purpose for which you are here that makes you relevant. They say that um, you've not started living until you realize why you are born. So it is not just you realizing it, but aligning with it. Okay? Some people have a sense of purpose, but they have not really aligned with it because they have not come to know the God who created them for that purpose. Okay? You can make a beautiful mission and a beautiful life out of your gift, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that is the purpose for which you are born. Purpose is hidden in God. And as you know him, he reveals it to you. Someone's gonna say, So, how do I do these things? Check on another episode. Today's not that day, <laughs> okay. Uh, but I just needed you to know this. As you know him, he reveals these things to you, and as you align with him, he begins to send resources in your direction to achieve that purpose. Okay. He begins to send resources in your direction to achieve that purpose. So in a nutshell, the secret to leading a generation is to serve. You cannot be great if you do not humble yourself and serve. Uh, What I'm doing right now is a service to you. I have the gift of teaching. I have the grace for insights. And I've come to realize that this knowledge that comes to me with ease, does not necessarily come like that to every person. So it's a sign that I'm to fill in that gap and release what I have to people so people can release what they have to me. The more I serve people with this gift, the more I will lead that generation. Um, Some of you listening to me right now who are very, very familiar with me, you may agree to this, that when you have certain um questions about spirituality about influence about god about identity in christ and some other things i do on the side you you come to me you permit me to lead you in that area because you know i'm going to serve your interest there yeah so that's how service works so serve serve you cannot be great if you do not serve um and let's not make that mistake people make they tell you oh I'm a leader, but you're not serving anybody. You're just there pouring out thoughts, pouring out instructions. You're not actively asking someone, how can I help you achieve this with what I have? You're not, you're not helping somebody solve a problem. You're just there pouring thoughts on social media. No, no. That's not what it means to lead. Like, that, that thing you know, that thing you can do. Use it to solve someone's problem. Don't just put thoughts on social media. Use it to solve someone's problem. That's how you lead people. That's how you become relevant in the life of people. Okay? So, he served his own generation. You know your generation. If you try to serve a generation that is not for you, you're going to labor in vain. And he served by the will of God. So, know God's will and align with it because it is in the will of God that every resource comes to you to achieve what he has destined you to achieve achieve i hope you had a wonderful time um learning this with me today uh i want you to don't forget join me in the Podroom app and share your thoughts with me let me know what you what you got from this uh, leave me a feedback wherever you're listening to this from if you're in pod room give me a feedback there or send me a message on whatsapp connect with me on facebook instagram twitter at heaven woman i love love to um interact with you um the becoming influential podcast is also on instagram at uh becoming influential i think just leave me a message tag me on your post if you got something an insight from this tweet it tag me share it whatever it is <laughs> just make sure i see it and i'll repost it Until next i come your way keep being influential